The Data Possible podcast is brought to you by Discovery Data. For more information about Discovery Data, please visit discoverydata.com. Welcome to the Data Possible podcast, brought to you by Discovery Data. The Data Possible podcast examines how data fuels your sales, marketing, and recruiting teams to achieve success. Our goal is to provide you with tools, techniques, and best practices to help you close more deals, find new opportunities, and recruit better people and partners. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Data Possible podcast presented by Discovery Data. This is your host, Doug Heikinen. Today, we welcome back Duncan McDonald-Korth, the CEO of Advisor Target, and Craig Katz, Discovery Data's own Executive Vice President of Strategy and Partnerships. Welcome back, guys. Thanks, Doug. Thank you. Hey, Doug. It's been about a year since we last featured Intent Data on the Data Possible podcast. Craig, what enhancements have you seen in this data set over the last year? It's hard to believe a year's gone by already. And uh, it's really also it's amazing to see how much the Intent Data offering has evolved in this past year. We really went from what I've described as a standing start to today serving over 40 clients. And one of the great things tied to that has been the collaboration and feedback with uh, our clients that has really helped us refine, enhance, and even invent new ways to leverage the intent data. At a high level, I'd share a few examples uh, of these enhancements, uh, starting with uh, one, you know, operationally, we've established the processes, workflows, and a support team that make it very efficient for us to collaborate with our clients, determine what the right intent package is for their needs, and also run the custom intent programs and then deliver through our MarketPro online platform, feeds, Snowflake, soon APIs, uh, and really overall just make it uh, an easy and streamlined process for clients to get started with their custom programs and uh, able to start taking advantage of the, the intent data offering. Uh, I'd say it's also uh, been amazing to see the success stories tied to how clients are using it to sell and recruit and market and get great results. Uh, and I think we'll dive into more specifics. Maybe we can cover some of the success stories uh, in a few. Um, but I think one of the valued, valuable developments uh, has been what I describe as helping clients also play better defense. More specifically, what I mean by that, by that is intent data has proven to help clients see when a client of theirs might be bearish on a specific vehicle or strategy. And then by identifying that, they can address it proactively and maybe prevent a redemption or take more control of that situation and help steer an advisor to maybe another product uh, that might be a better fit at this point in time. We've seen the same on the recruiting side. That's been a, was a really uh, neat use case that, that surfaced uh, more recently as we started to engage with some of the wealth advisory firms that we're working with that use it for recruiting new talent, but also can, can leverage the intent data uh, and look at advisors currently affiliated with their firm and see who might be expressing intent for leaving their firm. And again, be able to take control of that situation and uh, be proactive um, with uh, hopefully creating a, you know, a better outcome, keeping them on board if that's something that they'd like to do. Uh, and finally, the third thing that I would mention as I think about the, the enhancements to highlight uh, would be that the offerings really evolved from what originally was, was uh, what I would describe as sales signals, right? Utilized by sales teams who would call on the advisors that were signaling on 
uh, you know, products and offerings that were specific to what they, what they had to offer. Since then, uh, we've not only evolved to also uh, delivering effectively uh, marketing signals that can be leveraged by marketers to boost uh, marketing engagements and the campaigns that they run, but also developed what we call uh, profiling, which is essentially a raw view on what topics advisors are engaging with that doesn't include the data science that's built into the, uh, the signals. And uh, that's really utilized by business intelligence and data science and used to help power their efforts and algorithms that they're creating internally. Uh, and the third offering uh, is the trending, which is essentially a report of the uh, overall aggregate market sentiment being expressed by advisors today and comparing that to the past and then tracking it over time. So a simple example of that would be, um, you know, say taking a look at overall how advisors uh, feel about ESG today and scoring that and comparing that to last month, the last three months, again, tracking forward over time. And this has been really helpful with uh, helping clients with uh, product development, as well as their current product um, strategies and uh, helping them think about which uh, products they might want to feature today and prioritize versus others, again, based on that sentiment. You mentioned three core products within this data set. Duncan, can you refresh us on what intent signals are and explain intent profiles and trending? Absolutely. Thanks, Doug. And thanks for having me back. It's been too long. Um, all right. So basically all our products are based on the same data set, which is a deep granular information database of everything advisors are choosing to read and search for. But then each of our products is built for the particular needs of the end client. Okay. So basically there's uh, three different um, manifestations of that, intent profiling, intent signals, and finally trending. So I'm gonna talk about profiling first. So this is essentially our broadest and our deepest product. And like Craig said, it's a highly frequent data feed of all the engagement for a list of CRDs, which the client gets to dictate. So basically uh, clients tell us, hey, these are the CRDs we care about. And then what we deliver is all the engagement that those advisors showed over whatever given time frame the client wants. With the idea being that uh, clients can use this for a number of different purposes. Everyone uses it for distribution, of course, finding out what advisors are interested in, using that to call them. Um, marketing also uses this significantly, right? They use it to figure out, you know, what are the topics that are resonating with the core group of advisors we care about? And then they use that to help uh, influence what advertising campaigns they should buy, uh, what white papers, webinars, podcasts they should do. And then finally, um, this product has deep integrations with data science teams because the sky is really the limit and what you can do with it. Um, so for instance, everyone marries it to data packs to see, all right, a person took this reading activity, did this transactional activity follow? Yes, no, okay, follow that over a few quarters and suddenly you have a very predictive model for understanding what an advisor is gonna do next based on their actual history of reading and then transactions. Um, and then finally, some clients use that for actually planning their whole distribution attack. So let's say they want to, you know, target a big broker dealer like LPL. They would, out of that data feed, they'd suck out, say, 5,000 advisors from LPL. And they'd say, all right, what are the top three things that LPL advisors are reading about? And then they would basically uh, plan their distribution attack and what products they should feature around that data. So that's what intent profiling is. Intent signals um, is, is more specific and more focused on a specific category. So basically this works a little bit differently. In this case, clients tell us, 
hey, Duncan, you know, this quarter we're really focused on growing our small cap uh, equities fund. Can you give us, uh, can you tell us which advisors are interested in small cap equities? And what we would do is we would basically go into our system and apply data science on everything we're seeing on the engagement side and determine a list of who's, you know, has the very warmest interest and uh, in terms of uh, small cap equities and then deliver that list to the client subject to their selling restrictions and any other filtering they may have. And basically the angle here is, there's, there's two angles really. One is first and foremost to just help sales teams ramp their client acquisition and grow AUM and, and give them a consistent high quality feed of, of essentially leads um, that help them just grow. But equally, uh, marketing teams have increasingly used this as a way to uh, increase the size of their CRM for marketing campaigns. So say a few thousand advisors that they wanna put into drip campaigns to then um, you know, warm up that advisor's interest over time. And finally, trending is, is our insights product. And what we do here is we aggregate all the engagement data on all advisors and summarize it down to a granular level, um, the topics that these advisors are showing the most interest in. Uh, and we present this information in a number of time series oriented charts to help marketers and asset managers, broker dealers understand what's really trending at the moment. And then we also provide a written report which discusses the most popular keywords uh, for advisors each month and why they were resonating. And basically this helps um, any kind of firm understand how to position their product in the market, new products they may want to develop, or just how to time their, their webinars, their internal content development, and their advertising. So Duncan, now that you've had another year to engage with clients who are using you, what have you learned this past year? Yeah, we've learned a great deal. So I think there's there's two things that immediately come to mind. Um, the first is uh, that clients have, you know, the whole market's been changing in the sense that asset managers in particular have been scaling up their, their data strategies. They're becoming more data-driven. COVID has been a strong impetus for this. But at the same time, what we found is they actually have difficulty making the data that they already have actionable, whether that be data from their advertising campaigns to do with third parties or broker dealer data packs, they have trouble because a lot of this data is not formatted the same and they can't get it all in the same place. And then once they finally do have it, it's so much data, they don't know how to make it actionable. And so one of the things that we've worked really hard at is to make our product as, as, ba as basically, for lack of a better word, actionable as possible so that when you ingest it, it's ready made for you to make a phone call use it in marketing, what have you, to just make it incredibly simple to add value. And that's really important for our particular product and for our clients, because when you're using intent data, you know the recency of it uh, is really important. So you wanna use it quickly, which means it needs to be delivered in such a way that it's very actionable. Um, so that's one of the main things that we learned. And then secondly, at the same time, uh, and Craig sort of alluded to this in the beginning, is our intent profiling product, which has, has really found a home in market demand because as asset managers have been scaling up their data science, they need essentially data to fill those warehouses and they need good high quality data with a lot of breadth and a lot of depth. And so we're very well suited to provide that and really give granular insights across you know hundreds of thousands of advisors um, to help power distribution and marketing. Discovery Data recently announced the launch of Advisor Intent Indices, which was co-developed with Advisor Target Duncan, can you explain how the indices work and what is featured? Sure. So the indices are, are essentially similar to the trending report I described before, uh, but with a little bit more um, detail in the construction. So what we do is we aggregate the total number of unique and gross page views across four different very prominent asset classes. So 
you know, equities, bonds, commodities. And, and then what we do is we track the relative engagement levels through time. Um, and the idea being that asset managers can get a good fix on what is trending with advisors at this moment. So, you know, is there going to be a, a shift from equity allocation to fixed income allocation? How are natural resources doing? Um, so basically give an idea of where the market is at any one time. And then we also provide um, a discussion essentially of, of why that is. So what is happening in the market? Why are advisors reacting this way? And what's happening to them? And the whole idea here is to try and keep asset managers and also to an extent the wealth management media on top of what advisors are paying attention to so that everything can be topical and aligned with you know, where their interest is. Discovery Data empowers you to trust your decisions and your data. As your strategic go-to-market partner, we improve the impact of your data-driven sales, marketing, and recruiting to increase win rates and accelerate growth. Visit us at discoverydata.com to learn more. Craig, if a client wants a custom indices data set, how do they get that? Yeah, absolutely, Doug. The, the process is, is simply that we collaborate together uh, to define which specific categories align with each client's products and goals, and from there, establish the delivery method and frequency. And before I give out the contact information, um, I just wanted to mention, too, I think it's important to know with uh, the indices or any of the intent offerings that they're really flexible. Um, and I think that's something that, that we've learned as well, that you know, clients can get started, and as the market changes or their business changes, and, and there's obviously a bunch of moving parts as we you know, navigate through any given year, uh, that, that they, can, um, they can adjust and, and we can accommodate uh, for that and make it easy for them to uh, align the, uh, the indices and the intent data that they're getting with what their, their needs are uh, as we go through the year. And really, the, the, uh, for, for clients that, that we currently work with, they can simply reach out to their discovery data consultant or client success manager. And for anyone that we don't work with that's interested in learning more, we'd love to connect and uh, they can reach us uh, either at our, our phone number, 732-933-1899, or email us at contact at discoverydata.com. Craig, I know that you're working with a lot of people. Are there any case studies or success stories that you can share with us? Yeah, there are a bunch, and this is, this is a fun question and topic, and um, I'd say a really exciting, you know, part of the intent data offerings that uh, it's really delivered uh, on our goals for, for providing better outcomes uh, and faster for clients. I think at the beginning of this, and, you know, I want to speak for Duncan, but confident we felt the same way that, you know, the intent data would be a great additional value for our clients in terms of enhancing their ability to target and time their outreach and based on that, get bottom line results. Um, and I think what we've seen that it's played out even better than we would have hoped uh, and faster than we would have imagined it uh, you know, come to be. So um, a few, I'd say examples, or I also just wanna mention before I jump into the cases that, you know, we serve all types of clients, right? From asset managers to wealth advisory firms, FinTech firms, media companies, consulting companies, and we also serve a wide variety of use cases, sales, marketing, business intelligence, sales enablement, and recruiting, to name, name a bunch. Uh, and what's been great to see in the past year is that the intent data has proven to deliver across the board in terms of the different types of clients, shapes and sizes, and those use cases. So uh, just a few success.
success stories to share that kind of uh, you know are, are good examples, um, various examples to, to point to. One, a large asset manager uh, was utilizing signals to start, has since grown into profiling and, and the trend reporting that we talked about, which is great. Um, but with the first batch of signals that we delivered, they reported back to us that they generated just about 10 million in assets in their pipeline from advisors that they had never called on before, but had, had signaled intent or interest in the products that they had to offer. Uh, so that was really great to hear. Uh, we had another uh, large asset manager uh, report that they actually had an investment of over 300 million into one of their funds. And again, this was based on a signal delivery of an advisor expressing intent in that particular type of fund. They were able to efficiently take action on that, and it translated into uh, you know, a significant uh, outcome. Uh, we also have uh, other clients that uh, distribute annuities, one in particular uh, that, that we've been working with that really experienced a, a big lift in their uh, engagement on their sales outreach. Typically, they would generate quality conversations with one or two out of 100 advisors that they call based on the team leveraging the uh, intense signals, they dramatically improved those results uh, and were able to connect with on average three out of every 10. So you know, a huge difference. Uh, on the marketing front, we have many clients leveraging the data for their marketing campaigns. We also utilize it within our market lead service on behalf of clients. And what we've seen on average is uh, again, a significant improvement on engagement uh, often as high as 3x on opens and clicks on those campaigns that are being driven by uh, the, you know, the, the marketing signals. Uh, and the, the final one I'll share actually was one that we uh, learned about more re uh, very recently here, uh, an independent wealth advisory firm that uses our data specifically for recruiting. They successfully recruited six new advisors to join their firm in the past six months. And those six new hires were tied to signal data that, that we delivered since we started the engagement uh, earlier in the year. And just based on their ability to proactively reach out and engage with advisors that were in that mindset and proactively exploring, you know, uh, reading content about exploring new opportunities and new firms, uh, it, it, it translated into a significantly reduced uh, sales cycle. So, um, you know, uh, a bunch there, but there's a bunch more, and, and we're, you know, really excited about, again, overall the impact that the intent data is having on our, our clients, you know, ability to succeed. That's impressive stuff. What's next for this partnership, and where do you see it headed? So, in my opinion, the sky's the absolute limit. You know, both asset managers and broker dealers have been very significantly scaling up their their data strategies, and you know, whether that be for recruiting for broker dealers or for data-driven distribution for asset managers, it's, it's really kind of the same. And we'd have, we've had significant client wins on both sides, which Craig just alluded to. And in terms of also not just success for them, but the types of data that they're getting from us. And it's really representative of, of the opportunity in the market. Because we, we believe the next major change in the distribution of, of products is going to come from tying biographical transactional and intent data history together, right? And we call this the Holy Trinity. And if you think about it, we're, you know, this partnership has two of those and our clients get the others from, you know, broker dealer data packs. So we feel like uh, we're really sort of at the edge of where asset management is going. And hopefully, you know, we can do our part to, to lead asset managers down a really successful path as, 
as distribution evolves. So for me, that you know, I think that this guy's really the limit. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, again, based on the results that we've seen uh, and how quickly it's translated into um, you know successful outcomes for clients, and the fact that as we hoped and thought in the beginning that this would serve um, clients across the spectrums in terms of the you know the type right asset managers wealth advisory firms small and large and everything in between and um, uh, fintech again the consulting the media you know uh, partners that we work with so so that's been exciting and and I, I think you know one area where I see this headed to and, and and just to kind of build on what Duncan mentioned um, you know would be almost layering. Uh, even other specialty data sets that we have uh, tied to the discovery data profile information that we can also tie to the intent data. Specifically, um, for example, we have an interest in lifestyle data set, right, which has 300 personal attributes, things like um, hobbies and, and interest and education and wealth segment and a bunch of other data points that can also help with enhanced targeting and messaging. When you combine and, and layer say our business profile information, so a client can do what they've always done and say, for example, we want to target pure independent REAs with uh, 100 million or more under management that cater to high net worth clients. And now you layer in, say, uh, interest in, in, in lifestyle data and identify those within that group that say, like fishing. And then you use intent data uh, layered on top of that to, to, to find those who are specifically uh, expressing intent in, let's say, ESG, because you have an ESG, uh, you know, strategy. Now imagine the the segmentation and the messaging that uh, that can empower when you bring all those three things together. So I think as we engage more with clients and they get a taste of what you know the intent data brings to the table, and we introduce these other data sets um, as well, that it, it, it can be, you know, we can make it an even better, more impactful offering than it is today. Guys, congratulations on the partnership, all the success. This is really great stuff. Thank you so much for both joining us. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Thanks, Doug. Doug. Really appreciate it. For Thank every, you, Duncan. For everybody at Discovery Data and the Data Possible podcast team, we thank you for joining us. Take care. The Data Possible podcast is brought to you by Discovery Data. For more information about Discovery Data, please visit discoverydata.com.